Hey there, I'm so excited to tell you about Radiotopia's newest show, The Recipe with Kenji and Deb. Kenji and Deb are two of the best home cooks alive. J. Kenji Lopez-Alt of The Food Lab and The Walk, and Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen. Two of my go-tos to make sure I'm getting the perfect recipe for everything from meatballs to muffins. They're pros who obsess over techniques and essential ingredients, so you learn everything you need to create your perfect recipe. You can finally be excited to eat what you make, and maybe even impress your friends and family. Help us welcome the newest show to the Radiotopia family. Find The Recipe with Kenji and Deb on your favorite podcast platform starting February 26th. Well, uh, my name is Scott, and I am a stethoscope hospital-employed stethoscope. Should I just speak into your... I can hear you where I am. Um, Okay. Generally, it's children who speak right into my horn. Right. And that's fun, you know, for a a while. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about the last sound you heard, you know, professionally. Um... I was do, working with a nurse who was taking blood for a patient. We just did a, a normal uh, blood pressure. So she listened to uh, the woman's heartbeat, and she seemed very happy. What's it like when you make that contact with a patient's skin? Uh, it's, it's interesting because I feel it's very intimate, and I don't think they get that. I think... The heart is a very forthcoming organ that tells a lot more than just blood pumping in and out. It is also telling me how people feel and who they are, what they are, what they will be, what they want to be, what they failed at, and and their successes. So I, I, I just feel very close to people. Well, to, to get a sense for what you're hearing, I'm just, I'm going to play a heartbeat and uh, why don't you just listen and kind of narrate for us what what you're hearing? Nice. Okay. Familiar. Um. Okay. This is someone who has arterial buildup. Oh, that's lovely. The doctors only hear Ringo. I hear George and Paul and John. This is a person whose heart is saying, I, I'm funnier than people think I am. I, I have a great wit that no one understands. And when I try to make people happy, I always fail. But I know that I'm funny. Yeah. So you, so you have a lot of heart time. You yep. hear, hear a lot of hearts. Yeah, yeah. Are there parts of the body you'd like to listen to that you don't get to listen to? Um, I would love to see what the brain sounds like, because I, I I talk to and listen to the heart a lot, but I think the two go hand in hand. I like to listen to the hand, actually. But the brain is um, where so much goes on, from what I understand, because I don't know if I understand intellectual thought 
I understand emotions, but I don't know if I get what intellectual things are. But if I could listen for a while, I think it'd be nice. But people don't have a lot of moving parts up there, is what I get. Well, what if I, I mean, I, I don't know, what if I put you, your bell on my head and... Really? Yeah. Strap me on. All right, so here we go. It's on there. Okay. Uh, that's, that's not a lot to listen to up there. This is nothing personal, but I don't really hear much of anything going on. Um, I would say, you want me to guess your next question? Sure, yeah. Um, I guess it would be, think a little harder for me. Uh, what would I be if I could be anything? Is that right? I was going to ask how you felt about being in ears. Oh, well, I guess I should stick to the hearts then. Um, ears are great. Uh, you know, I can taste the doctor's ear wax. I can taste it. It is, I mean, I haven't tasted all that much of other things, but I look forward to it every day. And uh, I like, I guess I like to be a little intrusive. I like to, I like to know things that maybe I'm not supposed to know. And uh, I'm a probe. I guess that's it. I'm a probe. And I like, I like being a probe. I, got, I have to tell you, I have a, as a human, a totally different relationship with earwax. To me, the prospect of tasting it is really unpleasant. Oh, you're out of your mind. Why? Yeah, I don't, maybe it's that it's something that's from within me that I don't. Oh, maybe it's your own earwax. Taste I, someone else's. I, that doesn't seem better. All right, let me recommend this. Get a nurse's earwax. When next time you go in for a checkup, say to the nurse, may I taste your earwax and see if you like it. Never know unless you try. That's what I say. Scott, what was the question you guessed? Was it, what would you be if you could be anything? I was wrong, but yeah, that's, yeah. What, what would you be if you A could? safe cracker. I would love to be one of those stethoscopes that listens to the tumblers go, you know, and, and be part of some heist. That would be really exciting. Yeah. I, I was um, riding on an intern who left the hospital in a, in a fit, and we went out and we went to a movie, and I saw a safe-cracking scene, and I said, whoa, wait a minute, this is a thing I could do? And uh, he wasn't supposed to leave the hospital with me. But I was so, it was a, a feeling of real freedom to get out. Because, you know, I just spend my whole day in that kind of antiseptic atmosphere. And the, the idea of going out into the world and all those sounds out in the street. And then to go see a movie and hear all those people laughing. In the hospital, you don't hear a lot of laughter. But like when you're out and about, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of laughter in the world. I, re I had no idea. Mostly people laughing at other people's misfortune, which I would think, oh, well, in the hospital, that's, it's all misfortune. Why, why, aren't, why isn't everyone laughing? I think, I think they're missing out. So I might say, if you were a doctor, I might say to you, I'm having some strange swelling about my gut. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. having strange just mounds that don't make any sense. Mm -hmm. That's probably a growth that will kill you, <laughs> not me. Because <laughs> when you fall down, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. We need more laughter. 
So I, uh, I have a very slow heart rate. I think traditionally, is it humans are around 70? Is that, yeah. is that what you find? Well, it depends on the age. Um, but around your age, I would say uh, anywhere from 65 to 75 is okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm around, I'm in the 30s. Yeah. I, well, I didn't want to say anything, but that is abnormal. Uh, you do know that. You've been told that by other stuff or by a doctor, right? Yeah. I haven't been led to think it's a problem. Really? Okay. Do you we- want to listen to it? Uh, yeah, let, let me let me hear. Okay, so there you go. Is that the right? I'm sorry if I'm cold. It's all right. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is like a funeral dirge. Wow. I mean, there's enough time between beats that I say, "Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's dead." But uh, wow, you keep going. Well, I don't want to upset you, you know. There are some people who feel that a slower heartbeat actually could lead to a longer life. There's a theory that that all mammals have a billion heartbeats before they're dead. So like a mouse has a very short lifespan and its heart beats very fast. So it right. gets a billion. So it gets to its billion in a short time. Exactly right. And a whale has a slower heartbeat. So it takes a longer time to get to that billion. And so it lives a longer life. And humans are the exception because they have 2 billion heartbeats in a lifetime. So all mammals, great and small, get a billion heartbeats. Exactly. Except for us. Except for you. Yeah. So you, if you get 30 beats a minute, you you might live for a very long time. You might live well into your 200s. You know what I wonder, though? The whale with the slow heartbeat. How do they know that? Like they couldn't just take a stethoscope and swim up to it. I don't know. Hi, is this Roger Payne? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Coming through good. Oh, good. Well, Roger, I wanted to ask, you discovered whale song. You're also a person who has uh, heard a whale heartbeat. Can you tell me how you did it? Well, the person who did the recording of heartbeats of whales is named Jorge Reynolds. And I drove a boat in which Jorge was present, and he had some devices which he had built, and he was firing a little tag into a whale, and it took the sound from the heart and broadcast it through the water at very, very high frequency. And so we were driving along in the boat, having finally succeeded in getting close enough to this whale, and the whale was just, as far as you could tell, just panicked. He had, It had been swimming as hard as it could for quite a while, and it was panting and puffing. Huh. So presumably its heart was beating very, very fast. And when the device was finally, the little dart was finally in the whale, uh, Jorge was sitting in the front, and he was leaning forward, listening over a device that he had through headphones on his head. And in order for the rest of us to hear this panicked beating of the heart of the whale, he called out into the air with the beats, and this is what it sounded like, and this is not an exaggeration. He said, Uno! Dos! (laughs) 
So that wow. was the separation of a totally exhausted, running away, scared whale uh, with a heart beating much too fast. It was, was uh, I'll never forget it. So your your first experience of, of hearing a whale heartbeat was hearing him counted off. Um, that, that's right. Did you did you then get to hear the sound itself? Yes, I can't imitate it. It was sort of, I mean, my, my feeble effort is a sort of a great you could hear, but much lower frequency. I can't imitate such a sound at the low frequency that it was. Did Did the sound of it give you a sense for the size of it? Oh, yes. You're not listening to some, you know, it's not squirt, squirt, squirt. <laughs> this great shattering sort of fumarole sound that you hear it's wonderful is it uh, this might be a silly question but is it scary uh, i you, you know i think if you one heard it and didn't know what it was yes it would be it would be an astonishing sound you would think some great event was taking place near you and you wouldn't have a clue as to what the outcome could be I, I'm curious, uh, I don't quite know how to ask this, but do you, um, when you hear a heart, do you, what's your understanding of what the heart is? Because you can't see it, you can only hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know that it has four chambers, and it uh, expands and contracts, and there's a bunch of uh, liquid going through it. And I think it's, I think it's shaped like the, the face of the person who owns it, like the head and the face. And, um, and I imagine, you know, as it pumps, the eyes get really wide and the mouth goes wide open. And um, that, that's what I picture anyway. Am I, is that right? Just a tiny face inside the, the body. Yeah. It's a, it's a fist-sized head in the chest that has the same face as the owner. Um, I, that's not, I guess I've only seen pictures, but that's, that's not what it, it looks like. I've not seen pictures, I guess. Would you like to see a picture? Sure. Wow. I'm, I feel like I should warn you. It, it doesn't look like a face. Okay. Would you prefer an illustration or a photograph? I think a photograph. Yeah. This will be fun. Okay. So... Okay, so this photo I'm about to show you is, uh, it's a heart outside the body. It's been removed. Okay. From, okay. Um, oh, my God. What's wrong with it? What's, that's a, that's a, um, that's what they look like. It's got no teeth. It's, there's no teeth. You, so you've, you've been picturing that the heart has teeth. It has no personality. It's just meat. I I apparently don't know what I'm talking about. I, I mean, everything you've said is right. It's no, no. That that part of the body, it is crucial to life. It is affected by emotion. It does beat. It does I, quicken. I don't, I don't know if I can. Uh, I wish I could eat something so I could throw it up. I'm I'm sorry. Can Hello? can I hi? Can I interrupt? 
Uh, this is this is Maggie. I'm a pair of earphones that's listening to this right now. Uh, what is this? Uh, so, I I think I think what's happening is a so we're right now. There are thousands of people listening to us on headphones. Oh wow! And apparently, one pair of those headphones has decided to chime in. I'm so sorry. I just wanted to talk to you. Oh, uh, hello. Hi. <laughs> I just, um, I, I had to say something because, um, I mean, I, I, I just, I feel like you get what I'm going through and that you listen to stuff all the time. And I, I'm always listening to stuff. I'm yeah. listening to it you right now. Hearts and things and, and stomach. No, noise. I never get to listen to a heart. Do you ever get silence? I g- yes, I get silence during an autopsy. So do you never get silence? Never. From the moment that I'm plugged in, it's uh, it's noise. You know, there's um, there's this one kind of noise where it's just one or a couple people talking. Sometimes they talk over each other or they talk back and forth like your thing. Uh, then there's there's music. So that's you know that's a bunch of sounds all at the same time. Um, yeah. So it's just. It's all the time. And um, and then when I'm unplugged, I don't know where I go. You know, it's just, I'm just gone. And then I come back when I'm plugged in, and then there's the sound again. Uh, so you should get a, a, a recording of silence. Ian, can you just make it silent? Just just play silence for you. Can I also tell you that, I mean, I hear a lot of voices, and your voice there is an edge to it that it is. My, my voice specifically. Mm. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also, you clear your throat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and there's, yeah. there's a lot of glottal stuff going on in there that this, yeah, I think you have like three times as much spit in your mouth as you should. I know exactly what you mean. It doesn't seem that bad. If you know when he does that thing where he like, it could be silent, but then he does something like. Hmm. He thinks he has to fill the silence. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know he does that all the time. Yeah. Well, hey, Ian, why don't, why don't we just shut up for a few seconds and let, let her hear some silence? Yeah, why, I, we can just, I think, just end the, the show here. I, I don't want to impose, but that is a dream come true. I mean, Scott, I, is that okay with you? Oh, yeah. I, hey, it's just nice to meet someone I can talk to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in a pair of ears. I'm in a, I'm in a hospital. Cool. <laughs> So if you ever in a hospital, you know, there might be a few uh, hundred stethoscopes, but one of them might be me. If I'm in a hospital, my person might be dead, and then I might be silent. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Thanks. So are you all ready? Yeah, let's <laughs> yes, do this. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I guess, if yeah. That's fine. Yeah, Ian, you don't have to, like, okay. inter- introduce yeah. it, right? <laughs> Yeah, um, I heard your stomach. I did too. I don't know. I've been pressed up against you, and that was pretty loud. It's not even a stethoscope, and I heard that. What's, why, why make the little noises? What are you doing? Close your mouth. Are you trying to keep listeners? Ian? Do I respond or no?
This is Everything is Alive. The show is produced by Jennifer Mills and me, Ian Chillog, with Eva Walchover and Isabella Kulkarni. Special thanks to Emily Spivak. Hillary Frank edited the show. She's the creator of The Longest Shortest Time, and her new book is called Weird Parenting Wins. Scott, the stethoscope, was played by Scott Adsit. Maggie, the headphones, was played by our own Jennifer Mills. A big thanks to Roger Payne, from whom we learned about whale heartbeats. Also, Ian Kerr. They're part of the whale conservation organization Ocean Alliance. More information at whale.org. Also, a big thanks to all of you who have written in over the past several months and asked us to interview a stethoscope. We hope you liked him. Everything is Alive is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX. Without Julie Shapiro, executive producer, we would be trapped in the belly of a whale. We are now going on a planned hiatus for a bit. Thank you for making our second season so fun. Please keep spreading the word about the show. Tell your friends, family, coworkers, enemies, and keep in touch with us any number of ways at everythingisalive.com. We'll see you soon. Radiotopia. Radiotopia.